Okay, this mimer was said in Tashin Bays in Parshas Beshalach at the Suda Shlishas. Interesting, and the reason that we don't um, customarily have a third meal on Shabbos is, is from Parshas Beshalach. Parshas Beshalach is where it says that um, today you uh, will not find the man in the field. Um, because Hashem gave it you extra portion on on uh, on Friday, so the Gemara learns that each time it says the word today, that you're supposed to have a meal on Shabbos, and the Kabbalists learn for instance that by the third time it says today you won't find it in the field. That the third meal of Shabbos is not a physical meal; it's a day that you don't eat. It's a, it's a third meal is not associated with physical eating. Instead, it's associated with learning chassidus, learning sharing the secrets of the Torah. It's a it's an ashama the gimel. It's a soul kind of meal. And it says even after Bias Mashiach, although it says in one place that we'll eat uh other place it says that you won't eat. And it says that the different uh, time periods. One one way Chis explains this that uh, there is uh, pleasure where you are conscious of the pleasure, one level of pleasure. And there's, and there's a higher level of pleasure where it's not a physical consciousness. So it's not like your 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 um your body is having pleasure. Anyway, so this this mime was said by a Sudashlishus. It doesn't say if they ate by the Sudashlishus or not. They have to look at the uh at the uh at the, the diaries of that from of that uh mime. Anyway, let's go right to it. <clears throat> this is it's based upon a, a Pasukan song of songs right in the beginning. Addressing I'm addressing the daughters of Jerusalem, and I'm saying, I am dark, but I am beautiful. You daughters of Jerusalem should know that although I am dark, I am still beautiful. As we'll see, not necessarily although I am, although I am dark, but because I am dark. And the sages ask, is it possible to be dark and beautiful? And the sages answer, You can't compare a person who is ugly from birth to someone who is beautiful and then becomes and then becomes uh, dirty. Just so if at the end is he will become eventually become beautiful. So to say the say the Jewish people, I am dark because of my deeds, I am beautiful because of the deeds of my forefathers. In other words, that I originate from a place of beauty. I originate from my forefathers who their deeds were or great, although I am dark, but uh, that's where I come from. So, uh, since I originate from a place of beauty, I'll come back to beauty. That's the um, that's the way the pasuk is translated. That uh, by the sages, that despite me being dark right now, I could I could be beautiful because of my origins. And every single Jew. There are two elements. There are their own deeds and there are the deeds of their ancestors. Your deeds don't just refer to what you do. Your deeds refer also to your soul powers and what Hashem gave you in a way that's that's um, that you you feel and you that you have. In other words, it says in Chassidus on the Mishnah, who is wise? Uh, who's, who's, who's considered I'm sorry, not, not wise, who's considered mighty 
A gibber, it's not someone who has muscles. A gibber is someone who's able to unearth and to summon their inner strength. That's the meaning of a gibber. Gibber, everyone has both revealed soul powers. They also have hidden soul powers, which, which you don't usually come into uh, touch with on a daily basis unless you're forced to. So when it says in the, in the uh, Maimur, we have deeds, not just referring to our terimits, it's also referring to what we have in a revealed state in our body. We have certain, just like a, in physically, there's certain things you could lift. Uh, you could bench press a certain amount when you're uh, going through a regular day. And then there is, a, so this describes certain people who are in, who are in danger. As they're in danger, they were able to do so much more. They were, so this talks about people who were in a fire. They're able to squeeze through a small window. Uh, because of their, uh, because they're in danger, they were to just they were to change their their uh, their physical body, and they were to summon inner inner strength to have on the surface. So when it says that that in the, in the Gemara says that I uh, that I have my own deeds, deeds of myself, not just referring to my deeds, it's, it's things that I have my fingertips, they're my fingertip uh, strengths. What's, what are these deeds of my forefathers? The deeds of my forefathers are the hidden strengths that, that I have. What are my hidden strengths? Those are my simple faith in Hashem, my ability to, to uh, every Jew has, the, 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 the power to give your life for Kiddush Hashem. That's what we get, we get from our forefathers. So those are more hidden. Those, those, those soul powers aren't... Uh, as accessible, they're there. I have the Muna, I have the power to Messrs. to Messrs. Nefesh. That's something that's hidden. You know, Messrs. Nefesh, what does Messrs. Nefesh mean? Regarding keeping mitzvahs, I do not reckon with anything that's going on in the world. Doesn't, don't reckon with any, anything that, 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 that's any material thing doesn't bother, doesn't, doesn't affect me. That's the meaning of Messrs. Nefesh. As we learned in the Sikhta uh, two weeks ago, the Friedrich Rebbe says, that um, on the Pasuk, she girds her loins with strength. This is talking about the Jewish people. Jewish people have strength. What strength? Says, says the Friedrich Rebbe, his father told this to the Friedrich Rebbe, when the Friedrich Rebbe became the leader of the Jewish people, when he was appointed to do communal work, he said strength means sacrifice. And what does sacrifice mean? Sacrifice means as Zaynitandish. This is the way it has to be. It can't be any other way. Serious Nefesh doesn't mean you jump off the roof. Serious Nefesh means that there is nothing else that matters. This is the way it is, and it can't be any other way. Any other way. So, although I am dark regarding my own deeds, regarding my soul powers that are in a revealed state, that I have my, my fingertips, regarding my regarding the way I do the I, in other words, even those things which I'm born with that, that are that should be on my fingertips, I don't I haven't necessarily exercise them every day. You know, there, there are some strengths that you have, like you're born with, but if you don't exercise, it, it, they, they are uh, they 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 it gets sluggish. You, you're not you you start you you start panting when you don't run up the stairs. I'm talking about. So it doesn't mean that 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 you have you haven't summoned your inner strength. It just means you haven't exercised the ones that you've got at your fingertips. So I am dark in my in my revealed soul energies. I mean, I'm not even doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Therefore, I'm not exercising. But despite that, even Yet I have a beauty. Where is my beauty coming from? My beauty comes from my faith in Hashem that, I, I, that was bequeathed to me from my ancestors and the sacrifice that I have inside of me, the power to do sacrifice that I also have from my ancestors. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk. I am dark and I am beautiful, daughters of Jerusalem. 
Souls descended to this world to become vested in a body and animal soul. So these souls, which is us, who have gone down to a body, we say to the other souls, the daughters of Jerusalem, that means those souls who are still in heaven and they have not descended to a body. What do we say to those souls? Although I become darkened, why have I become darkened? I become darkened because of being vested, being clothed with a body, and being clothed with a with a animal soul, and my soul is affected by what happens to me in this world, and especially because of the animal soul that causes additional darkness in me. Despite all my darkness, next page. There's three words that I've used over here. Mailim, master, and mashche. Not only does the animal soul conceal and obscure the holy light of the godly soul, it also darkens, darkens the godly soul. What's the difference between mailim, master, and mashche? Oh. My little master. What's the difference between a Helm and a Hester? Anybody know? Are we flaming? You know the difference between a Helm and a Hester is? Yeah, what's the difference? Here it translates My is concealed and Master is obscures. The word master, I think, has the same root as the word stereo, which means contradiction. You're buying it to even the opposite of what the Nebuchadnezzar is saying. So, so master's worse than my. Mylan means the Gali soul isn't revealed because something else is there. Master means it obfuscates what the Neshama is meant to do. So, Mylan, you have not, you, 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 the, the um, I, I was learning on Maimon Derechaim, Mithil Rebbe says, how when Shama comes into a body, you think about things in a very, um, the, the whole line of thinking about the way we think about business, the way we think about financial things, like I have this, I need that, and I need to do this to get that. That's all from the nature of the animal soul. That's the way the animal soul perceives things. That whole thought process is something which is foreign to the way Shama thinks about things. Shama thinks about things in a totally altruistic way. All there is a day, nothing else besides the Ebishter. And, uh, and, and whatever is happening is from the Ebishter. It's only, and you, so that's, that's, um, that's a way, so when you have some other thoughts in your brain, other than the way the Neshama thinks about things, so what's happening? What's going through your mind? What's going through your mind is something which is foreign. So your godly soul isn't present in your mind. Your godly soul is hidden. Instead, what your mind's experiencing is all animalistic, natural thoughts. 
So it's not there. It's not there. First of all, it's not there. Okay, so it's not there. So you don't have the benefit of the Gali soul's own thoughts being present in your mind. Besides the fact you know the Gali soul's own thought being present in your mind, Gali soul's thoughts are hidden. Besides that, master, you have some whole other whole other thing that's in your brain, which isn't the Gali soul. In other words, first of all, you, you don't have the benefit of your Nisham being present in your mind. Nisham is not, is not, is not, is not what's talking to you. Your animal soul's talk. Besides the fact your animal soul, you don't have the Gali soul talking, which will be beneficial to you, and Nisham has to say, you have a whole other uh, narrative in your brain. That's master. Not just you don't have your, your godly soul speaking. You have another narrative there, which is covering, which is contradicting what the godly soul says. Then he adds another word, mashcher. Not only does the animal soul have the um, center stage in your brain, and it's the one who's talking, your godly soul you can't hear, but even more, mashcher and efesh, the animal soul affects a godly soul. The animal soul changes a godly soul. It darkens a godly soul. Not only is the animal soul naturally animalistic, but what does animalistic mean? Although an animal has spiritual capabilities, able to see and able to hear, but the animal has no understanding of what it sees and what it hears. And, and what it hears. So besides the fact that it, its soul powers, its higher soul powers, don't have that much of an impact on it because it doesn't even know what it's seeing or hearing. What is in the essence of an animal? The animal is attracted to bodily things, to eating and drinking. As uh, the Rebbe once said in the Mimer, what's the difference between... Uh, the, the person who's eating food and the animals eating grass, <laughs> just 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 different menu. <laughs> the animal souls into eating one thing, I need something else. But if I'm, I'm, if I'm interested in eating, I'm interested in the same thing. The animal souls interested in. An animal walks in all fours, never saw the sky. Doesn't know that there's a sky. An animal never saw the sky, doesn't know about the sky. Doesn't mean literally an animal can't see the sky. It means an animal doesn't know about the whole the whole meaning of spirituality. There was a certain very famous um, I don't know why they printed this, but they printed it. The Rebbeim spoke very critically about a very famous commentary in the Torah. They said he is like a horse who has never seen seen the sky. And 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 the reason. I, the reason they said that on the surface is because he explains things in a very literal way. It's all literal. It's all like, huh? You want to say the name? I don't want to say the name. And it, maybe later. Anyways, so uh, either way, the idea is he, he doesn't know about 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 like something higher and godly than the, the tear. Isaiah, uh, the always talk about how Rabbi Shmuel Levitin wanted to explain what Kedusha is. He would say there are certain people that clean their ears with stone straps. You're doing something holy, it's a mitzvah. You have no idea what you're doing. Okay, that's, so that's a behemoth. Behemoth doesn't know there's a sky. The reason for this, since it's an animal, the whole essence of the animal is that it's earthy. It has no connection to anything beyond the material. 
Then just like, so it's not the animal soul's, the animal's fault. The animal is an earthy being, so it's all into earthiness. That's what it's, that's where its center of gravity is. So too is this by the animal soul, it is animalistic in its very nature. And it's only attracted to earthy and corporal things, to grub things. Animal soul is only interested in, in things which are, which are coarse. The truth is that the animal soul is even less than an animal. Animal soul is worse. Not only is it similar to the animal, in a way the animal soul is worse than the animal. How is it worse? The animal has no intelligence, doesn't have the ability to know what's right and what's wrong. But the animal soul does have sin, does have intelligence. And it, and it uses all of its intelligence to understand corporal things, to figure out how to get more wealth and prosperity. So although the animal soul is able to think, what does it think about? It only thinks about gosh, mystic thing. It only thinks about how can I get more? How can I get more money? This is the animal soul. The animal soul wakes up or made the honey. What's, his, what's the animal soul's made of honey? How do I get more? This is the animal soul. It sounds familiar. We, we, we have an animal soul. Do you know, you, have you met this person before? The animal soul has seichel. All it thinks about is how can I get more? The animal soul pays no attention to the manner about which you go towards your business. Next page. The animal soul is very defensive about when you do things which are against, uh, which are not, which are dishonest or are sometimes false. The animal soul will defend and also point out, well, it's not really dishonest because it's not really doctored. It is, this, this could be done. And he finds all kinds of ways to justify it. So not only does the animal soul only think about Gashmias, the animal soul skews our whole way of thinking, period. It makes us, it makes us look at wrong things as right, and right things as wrong. With all these things, the animal soul darkens the neshama. So that's what we say to the daughters of Jerusalem. Daughters of Jerusalem are the souls in heaven. We say to the souls in heaven that we are dark. What do we mean we are dark? It means that our our godly soul is darkened by the animal soul. So he didn't really say um, how the neshama is getting darker. Probably the neshama is not expressing itself, but it seems that the, the animal soul changes the godly soul as well. There's a, a pasuk, which is really the theme of the three weeks. Pasuk is, seeing Mishmet Tepadah Shabbat Seeing will be redeemed with Mishpat, and her captives will be redeemed with Stuck. So this explains that Mishpat refers to Tera, and Stuck is Stuck. What is but the difference between being redeemed and being and being redeemed through through Mishpat, which means through learning Tera, and being redeemed when you're in captivity. Is captivity is, is something which is a far it's it's a step lower in the in 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 you could be redeemed, meaning that you're not yet revealed. 
So, so you need to be redeemed. You need to be revealed. You're not expressed yet. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not using your potential. You could say about a child not using its potential, but a child who's not, not reaching their potential, you could say the child hasn't been redeemed, but use those words. Being in captivity means that there's a foreign force which is causing something else to happen to this child or whatever, whoever's in captivity. See the difference? Be, you need to be redeemed. Being redeemed means you need, need, to, need to express who you are. Okay. You need, need, need to be able to use out your energies. Then there is being in captivity. Captivity means that there's someone who's taking you over. So this explains the two parts of our neshama. There's a part of our neshama which isn't revealed. We need to reveal it. There's a part of our neshama which could be in captivity. Like Siddha says on the Pasik, um, I um, says about, about the um, about the wife of Avadia that uh, she complains to Alicia. She says, "My husband has died, and the creditors creditors have come to take away my two children, to um, take away my two children in, in, in captivity." So the Alter famously said that the Wife of Avadia is a parable for the Nishama, and Elisha is a parable for God. And she says to Elisha, I have a problem. What's my problem? My Nishama, my husband, it means my Nishama. Because word, my husband is made up of two, of four words, uh, the word Esh Yud, the fire of the Yud of my Nishama, my, my yearning fire for you, Hashem, is dead. I don't feel that fire. Not only that, my, the, the creditor, the Hebrew word creditor comes to the word forget, forgetful. The animal soul is called the one who makes me forget, the one who makes me forget about Hashem. The animal soul wants me to make forget, always tries to or make me forget about Hashem or as we're learning in this moment, not that he tries to make us forget about Hashem, that's just that's the nature of the animal soul. Animal soul isn't interested in anything that Hashem is interested in. So naturally it's, it has a whole different conversation. So then the, the Hashem gets forgotten. But besides that, what does a creditor do? What does the animal soul do? It wants to take away my two daughters to be slaves. What are my two daughters? So since it says that the father and mother of the neshama, our ability to think and understand Hashem. That produces feelings of love and reverence for Hashem. Those are my daughters. My daughters are my feelings of love and reverence for Hashem. So my animal soul tries to take away my daughters, my feelings of love and reverence for Hashem, that instead of loving Hashem, I should use that, those same feelings, those same pure feelings of loving Hashem, I should use that feeling to love money. My neshama should be, should be raped and it should go after, and, and my neshama's love should be transposed to love to love money. I should have been afraid of Hashem. It should be transposed to being afraid of losing money or or, or any, anything else the animal soul is interested in. So, so the animal soul does is not only does it does it hide the neshama, not only does it contradict and put another dialogue into your brain that that's not the neshamas. The animal soul has the ability also to take away your neshama's energy. And to use your neshama's energy towards things which are which are beneath the dignity of the neshama. So your neshama is now the essence of the neshama doesn't get affected, and that's why it says Zion, see, and we redeem with Torah. It means it's a part of a neshama which never is in captivity. That's higher than captivity. It's not revealed. But learning Torah causes it to be revealed. But it's a part of the neshama which not only is not revealed, is able to be in captivity. That's the lower soul energies. There it says, but stuck. Stuck has ability, as Altibus says. In Simandal, that giving stocker is like a brismil, like a circumcision. Why is it like a circumcision? Because with the money, you're able to buy things your animal soul really cares about. As it says in Tanya over there, that because a person cares so much about business, we say things and do things in business that don't make any sense at all. 
because we care so much about the business, we manage to do things which are totally idiotic. So when you give away that, that hard-earned money to Tzedakah, what you're doing is you're giving away your life, Tasha. You're giving away your, 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 your actual life, Tasha, and therefore it's like it, it takes away the it takes away the 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 um, what's covering your neshama. Your neshama is being covered. My am, am I giving away that stuck? It's like it's like a bris. It's, it's it's it takes away this whole this whole coarseness that's that's been affecting the neshama. That's what stuck does. So without that, without stuck taking away the orla, the animal soul darkens the neshama. In the Despite all this, I they have by learning Torah and by doing mitzvahs of base, they find a with two methods of serving Hashem. To subdue the animal soul's desires, not to listen to the animal souls, I want to do something. And more is to do exactly what the gali, the animal soul is doing to the gali. So do the animal soul. Like animal soul is trying to take your neshama's feelings and 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 to rape them and to make them be uh, only about the physical. Do the exact opposite. Get in control of the animal and bring the animal soul towards holiness. Use the animal drive towards Kedusha. This is the mission we have in this world. That's why Hashem, Hashem uh, married the godly soul to the animal soul. In Ganeidin, in heaven, the, the, all the evil was separate from Adam and Chava. They had a snake was standing at the outside of themselves, at the border of their of their uh, persona, and saying to them, hey, there's something bad out there. Do you want it? But they had no bad inside. But Hashem, after the sin of the tree of knowledge, he marries the neshama to the animal soul. Why does Hashem make, make them marry? The purpose of the marriage is not that they should get divorced. The purpose of the marriage is that there should be a change. The change should be that the animal soul should be elevated and, and, and refined through the godly soul. That is how I become beautiful. But not only does the Neshama have some beauty, but it's even higher than the daughters of Jerusalem. The Neshama is in this world, say to the Neshama, we may be dark, we have been darkened by the animal soul, but not only are we beautiful, we have even greater beauty than you do in Ganeid. That's, that's what we say to the Neshama in Ganeid. It seems that you guys have it all made, right? You guys are so beautiful over there. We say in the Shamas Ganeidin, I am dark and I am beautiful. Specifically by me being darkened by the animal soul, I have the ability to reach a higher level than you doing Ganeidin. All right, any questions, comments? All right,